0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another edition of Bourbon Over Baseball with your host Bob and co host Peter. Happy Thanksgiving to Bob and all of our listeners out there. Great to be talking today about the Houston Astros. Yeah, we uh Peter got uh caught into the Thanksgiving mode. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out my grandma in Central
1: Wisconsin doesn't have Wi-Fi, so <laughs> the Dodger, the Dodger card making got a little delayed. But luckily, Bob is uh, is ahead of schedule. Yes. So, yes.
0: so don't worry, ever all the Dodgers fans, you'll it's coming. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. But in the meantime, you get the, the former uh, World Series champs, but this year just as good.
1: <laughs> they are quite the team. Yes. Uh, starting right off the top at catcher got – Martin Maldonado, and I expect he'll get drafted in a lot of leagues with his plus 11 arm.
0: Oh yeah, I mean this guy, in my leagues people love plus 8 and above, really plus 10, plus 11, the old Henry Blancos uh, and there was Alberto Castillo got drafted all the time. Um, kind of
1: love Alberto. Yeah,
0: I mean you're talking about low salary, uh, you punt catcher, you don't really care that you're always going to get out, you're drafting him for fielding um, yep. that's what's this guy is going to be for That's all he is good for in my opinion um but how do you see him in the regular uh probably not doing much on the regular team
1: yeah no and same with the hitting but the the regular team that plus 11 arm is so key uh in our 2017 league everybody traded for this type of cheap catcher uh to plug in in the ninth spot and just throw guys out because when you can just completely nullify the other team on the base pads it's such a huge advantage uh you just take away the extra base hits, potency, and keep guys at bay, which is key if you've got any sort of ace on the mound.
0: Yeah, I mean, that helps a lot. And, and then what I do like about um, this uh, centralized set with it just being 2018 is you're not, like in my draft uh, where I drafted so many different sets, there was too many arms. Now, there's only a handful yeah. of arms that are so strong. So will someone punt catcher? Maybe for this guy. Will someone go for a more of a power catcher? Uh, But I think you're right. I think he's getting drafted for sure. I love his artwork. Um, We went with the orange background. This was your sort of design from old, uh, the 2017 World Champs, George Springer and Houston Astros cards. Uh, So we just kept that going with the orange. uh, And they look very vibrant and very excellent. (laughs)
1: Yeah, because originally it was just sort of the the alternate uh, quote unquote foil edition in yes. the, the 2017 World Series team, but making it the the main background, I think, was just a fantastic move, and they look really really sharp.
0: Yes, I, I mean I, everyone that I've showed them to with the old the, the the alt cards that you had made, uh, they really like the orange pop that yeah. they have. So the, these are going to look great uh, for everyone as well. Now for the catchers, especially, I tried to get as many catchers throwing the ball that I could. So with Martin, you're going to have him trying to gun down a runner. So you really can get this feel for this orange background. The guy's throwing the ball out. He's got the great arm. So this card will look and feel like it's supposed to.
1: (laughs) That's really, uh, and then moving along, we've got Yuli. Yes. uh, Who, you know, his only real value here is he gives you a little flexibility because he gained some third base eligibility, which Mm -hmm. surprised me, but... You're on base seven with a big double range who probably won't get drafted much because he gets out so much.
0: Yeah. He, he's not the best. Um, probably better in real life for his team than he was in the showdown, uh, but just your average player. I mean, he might find a spot somewhere, but nothing too special.
1: Next is a guy. I think both of us would like to draft and target, although he's probably going to disappoint some fans. Uh, Jose Altuve did not qualify for a home run
0: this year. No, but, uh, talk about what he was last year. Cause in, in my showdown uh, league, he got drafted very quickly. He was a stellar oh, card.
1: Uh, yeah. Last season, 500 points, great defense speed. A, I think 21 or 22. And he's a guy who hit a home run at 19 with an on base 10 double at 15. He brought all around versatility, kind of the ideal either lead off or number two hitter for a lot of teams unfortunately this year although is on base uh still good enough for 10 he declined uh kind of precipitously power wise only 13 home runs compared to 24 the year before 29 compared to 39 doubles so he dropped a little bit and now this year no home run only 18 to 20 home run good single plus range but just not quite the same player as last year.
0: No, and I mean, he, he was the MVP last year, yeah. and that's what his card shows. And obviously he wasn't even the top candidacy for this year, and it kind of shows that too. But he's still a great hitter. What, what yeah. we're going to like about him is you're talking about a 10, 330 oh. points. I mean, this is a steal for a lot of people to get high on base guys that don't mind giving up the home runs um, or giving away. This is like the old, what was it, F.P. Santiago? I forget his oh, name. Oh, yeah, no, and so, – uh, basically uh, Santangelo or so, yeah, something, something like that. that. The giants player, you know, you're talking about a 10 that without the home run, it's like, do you want this kind of guy on your team? I mean, I personally do. I like tens, whether they can hit home runs or not, they're getting on base.
1: Yeah. And I think you, if you could get him and Lorenzo Kane as fast guys to go one, two in sort of the old school lineup, yep. or you're trying to get two leadoff guys right off the bat to set it up for some power
0: guys, you're going to have a lot of ducks on the pond. Oh yes, for sure. Now, Speaking of, we'll keep going down here. Um, getting a little bit more of the power with Carlos Correa, who kind of dropped off at the end of the year. He got his injury. Definitely disappointing this card versus last year. Yeah. Uh, but just your average card here, not not great. 7 on base, 18 to 20 home run. Nothing too special here. But let's move really quickly into the, the reason that you yeah. want those guys on base is Alex Bregman.
1: Ooh, and this guy basically has um, Jose Altuve's card for- that was the MVP. He's yep. basically MVP Jose Altuve. I mean, Home he, run at 19, double at 15, little less speed, um, not a lot of defense, but gets on at four and gives you a lot of pop.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's got multiple position eligibility. He was in the running this year uh, as an MVP candidate. He just crushed doubles. I mean, he was yeah. just hitting those. I think he had over 50 this year. Yep. Um, but, yeah, what, what a great player. Um, great card. You, you mean this is the guy you're talking about a 500 point card? This is the guy you're going to want. You're going to want a power hitter that's a 10, that's barely yeah. going to get out. That's what this guy is, and he is great for that.
1: Yeah, build your lineup around this guy, draft him early, and then get either a, a good defensive shortstop or third baseman later. Gives you the flexibility to choose and opens it up for a more positional variety. Really, really good pick early in a draft.
0: And the next one we got is a free agent candidate this year. So we, who knows what he'll be in the pennant edition. but yeah. I, I And the reason he's so uh, good as a free agent is because he plays so many positions, which is yeah. hard for me to throw on a card. So I, oh. I, threw, I threw as many positions as I could on this card that he, he at least played enough positions at. But this guy can really play every position in real baseball. Uh, but talk about him a little bit.
1: Yeah, so Marwin, very similar to Carlos Correa.
0: Uh, actually, very, very similar. Both get
1: on at 7, both double at 14, both homer at 18. Thing is, Marlon gives you that positional flexibility. and can play second and uh, both corner outfields as well as shortstop, which gives him the 10 extra points on Carlos Correa.
0: Yeah, he, he's uh, he's very flexible. I, I feel like as a 200-point, 200 210-point player here, he's going to find a spot somewhere. Just, just people like to go, you know, um, Definitely. I need a guy here, and um, I don't know any pe- anybody listening, but there are people that play injury leagues. This guy can fit into mm-hmm. multiple positions coming off the bench without hurting you. He's yeah. an interesting player.
1: Especially if you're in a league where uh, bench players are one-fifth points. He mm-hmm, mm-hmm. might be a really valuable guy to either stash on your bench to bring in later in the game, or uh, I know a lot of players in those type of leagues, and this is, this is why I don't play uh, fifth-point leagues, Um, They put their superstars on the bench and bring him in later. This way, you know, you can move Marwin around uh, on your defensive side as you move stars in later in the game. Gives you a a little extra taste there where maybe you have him in the corner outfield to start and then move him to second base and your punt defensive second baseman comes out late in the game.
0: Yeah, I can't stand the fifth point bench leagues. I've tried those, don't like them. I do either full bench or no bench. Um, but I'm, I'm, I've i heard about these injury leagues and it makes me really kind of excited because um, the idea is that, you know, this guy can't play all the time. So you do have to have somebody on your bench or, yep. you know, the guys, the guys don't play every day. I mean, some guys do and some guys don't. But um, let's move along to George Springer, who was a stellar card last year. Still pretty good this year.
1: Yeah, another big drop off. And it makes me really, uh, I guess, enticed by how good the Astros can be next year if uh, sort of assuming... Correa and Springer bounce back uh, to their 2017 form, and Altuve possibly picks it up a little bit because if they mix with Bregman, they may have the best lineup at baseball. Unfortunately, Springer, kind of a down year, uh, still an on-base 8, but uh, only 19-20 to 20 homer. Real big fall-off from his on-base 9 homer at 17 uh, in the 2017 set.
0: Yeah, he got drafted early in my... Um In my draft because of the what he looked like in 2017 we'll see if he gets drafted this year on base eights are still good in in a closed league um but um yeah definitely a disappointment
1: Um, and then josh reddick another guy who fell off a lot uh from one year to the next went from an on base nine to an on base six but at least gives you some pop in it and he gets on at three uh with some good feeling and decent speed
0: that's what you're doing i mean you're getting this guy because he's playing left field or right field as a plus two, definitely okay in the base path. And if you ever get the advantage, he can give you some pop. I mean, that's what he really is. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and
1: speaking of a guy who, what he really is, is just the, the pop situationally. <laughs> I think uh, Evan Gaddis is going to disappoint some fans who, you know, don't, uh, don't necessarily have a lot of experience with uh, how showdown takes on base percentage and turns it into the on base number and are going to be a little distraught at seeing a guy uh with the reputation of hitting so many home runs with such a low on base. Yeah, but yeah, this This is
0: a five. This is the old uh I can't remember all their players like Brant Brown I think was one Oh, you know some yeah, of those guys Yeah, the five they,
1: home runs 13.
0: Yeah, these are these are the Garcia. old school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kareem Garcia. Um yeah, these are the old school guys. Again, this guy the 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 downfall of this guy's DH only, but this is what you're yep. getting with this guy. The, He's not going to be on a lot of teams, but he, he can really hit the ball if he gets the advantage. Probably not get the advantage a lot, but with, you know, he, he's going to find a spot maybe on a team. But what I love about Evan Gaddis is he doesn't wear batting gloves.
1: Nope, and uh, it gives him the strength to get that 13 or 20 home run <laughs> when he's got the advantage. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's going to very seldom have that. Although with uh, the lower controls that we have uh, in the set, very possible a lot of teams are going to have to roster control three or lower guys yeah maybe, maybe we're undervaluing
0: it maybe we'll see i mean we'll see what people tell us back but uh the next guy is the guy who loved hugging evan gaddis and jumping koala at him after a home run is uh tony kemp
1: love tony um i i know for our 2018 season when we play it all out tony's gonna move into the astro starting lineup for sure play every position in the outfield, gives you on-base 8 with uh, decent speed, only 16. But he's uh, sort of really good number 6, number 7 type hitter in this lineup where he's just going to give you that solid on-base, basically a, a slightly less uh, lesser version of George Springer hitting-wise.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like, I like his story, too, where he can barely make the team, and Ooh. he proves himself and makes his team, I think, this year officially earning his rookie season, uh, yeah. So getting the cool little rookie icon card in the corner, which I really love the flavor of that with, the, with him as a card. But uh, I, think, I think he'll find a spot as an eight on base and uh, playing all the positions.
1: And then Stassi, I, I don't think he's draftable. He's uh, a 150-point catcher with a plus-five arm. He's got some pop on base six, but not really someone I would personally draft and don't see many managers taking a chance on him.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. But let's go talk about what is good with their team is um, their pitching staff, which besides the Indians was like the next best pitching yep. staff in all of baseball.
1: Hit and, and showdown. The, yes, the yes. number two uh, rotation in the set. Um, it's worst pitcher starts it off in Dallas Keuchel, free agent. Uh, and he's your classic control four on at 16. No doubles is really enticing. 390 points. So... I think he's going to be a lot of uh, guys. Number three starter.
0: Yeah, I do like the no double control four guys. They really do damage against people. I, I love yeah. seeing a, a opponent's reaction when they roll the twenty and all they got is a single. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. And
1: especially when you're mixing it with uh, Malvinado behind the plate. Yeah. Because right. that plus eleven keeps it from turning into a single plus type of situation mm-hmm. on the base paths.
0: Yeah, I agree. And then, uh, as most people have already seen, the when I sneak peeked uh, during the Cy Young talks, Justin Verlander uh, almost had it this year, and many would argue probably did deserve it uh, with the innings load that he had versus Snell, but uh, this guy's a workhorse.
1: <laughs> he's a he's workhorse, and he's an absolute stud. His uh, average innings per game wasn't quite enough to bump him to the IP7, um, but... We sort of, you know, and one of the card creation tweaks we do is sort of figuring out, you know, guy like Verlander, guy like Kluber, he's going to be exponentially better value-wise with that extra IP. Uh, we usually give 40 points per innings pitched, and it make, it makes a big difference. And so Verlander got roughed up a few times. We didn't really want to make it, so it's so easy for him to go deep. So instead, higher control, no doubles, uh, should be a guy who you can pitch into the seventh and eighth inning without too much difficulty at some stages, depending where you are in the lineup. But that's kind of the the thought process behind the IP six with the control five, uh, one to sixteen out, seventeen walk, eighteen to twenty single. Going to be a very early pick in a lot of leagues.
0: And, and to go back to your IP point, I mean, this is the, ten, the trend that baseball is going to anyway, is to pitch two times through the lineup, maybe possibly start a yeah. third, get to your bullpen early, keep your strong bullpen going. Um, but some pitchers like a Verlander can go a little longer. He's got the control that can do it. He's got the outs that can keep him in the game, high strikeouts, yep. no doubles, like you said. He, you're right. He's going to be drafted. I mean, yes, he's 570 points, but this guy is winning you showdown games. Yes.
1: Yes, indeed he is, and uh, I would argue so will Garrett Cole, although he's going to be a little riskier proposition with that control three and the double at 20. I,
0: I love his card, though. I just like the flavor of a 1 through 18 out, yeah. um, but that has this 19 walk, skip over the single, the double. It's a fun-looking chart. Um, he, you know, he's got the old Randy Johnson yeah. vibe with the with the 3 control, 1 to 18 out. Uh, in the high strikeouts, but um, not as deep as a pitcher, so you're going to save a lot of points there. Yep. Um, I think he's great. I think a lot of people are going to take him at, at a at a three, one, three, 18 out.
1: And uh, the guy that I personally would be taking instead of Cole is Charlie Morton, who fits my uh, my ideal number two number three type pitcher, and that's a, a control four one to sixteen out guy. A few less points, four sixty. Uh, Still a big strikeout range, and he does give up a double, but I just, I like that higher control four up. That's my uh, personal standard when it comes to starting pitching.
0: Yeah, and that's always the debate is, where's that line? You know, you got the, do I take one more control or one more out? And that's where people always debate it.
1: (laughs) And it feels kind of silly because oftentimes that extra 5% chance to get your own chart doesn't come into play, Um, but... For whatever reason, that's that's the, the cutoff. My experience is I just roll bad when I have a control three. <laughs> that's just my personal luck. The the Randy Johnson card always got lit up. He does. Uh, he does get lit up. <laughs> and I don't understand why he always gets lit up, while my four one to sixteen out guys seem to consistently be uh, sub three RA pitchers. But that's uh, that's that uh, been my personal experience, and probably a small sample size. But I'm gonna ride or die with my control uh, four or
0: up. I'll agree with you there. I mean, I've seen, I, I actually even like control sixes that can give up home runs Ooh. at 20. Um, Eagle. I, yeah, I, I mean, I still like those. The control six is huge. If you can get a control five, control four, you know, have them pitch on your chart. That's what you want. <laughs>
1: You're a sneak peek ahead. You're going to be very interested in like some of the, the options you'll have from the Dodgers.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Now, to the bullpen, um, they weren't as um, bad, obviously, as the Indians, but I, I actually thought some of them were better than they were, but there are yeah. still a handful of uh, studs in here.
1: Yeah, uh, primarily the stud is Roberto Azuna. Controversial figure, but a absolute beast of a card. Uh, control 4, 1-18 to 18 out. Small sample size this year, but we couldn't leave him out.
0: Uh, one of the best relievers in the game. Yeah, I mean he came over from the Blue Jays, right? And um, yeah, um, yeah, four with one through 18s out. I mean these these, these this guy's a stud. Yeah, people are drafting him for sure. Yeah, that's that's the tough part. I mean you're you're talking like Billy Wagner type territories yeah. from the original Showdown, but um, yeah, I, I think people are gonna definitely risk it for this guy if they can shut him down. I do a uh, you could pitch a pitcher uh, two games in a row and then he has to yep. rest a game. If if you're getting this guy in two games in a row, um you know and shutting things down, I mean th- this yeah. sounds like a good card to do that.
1: Yeah, and uh God, just imagine him plus hater uh <laughs> to come in. I honestly, because yeah. uh, we're we're currently we just finished the NLCS in my current uh twenty seventeen season World Series upcoming and then there'll be a post about it. Um, but our our NLCS Brewers literally, rather than pitch a control three one to seventeen out, just had a bullpen game, and it worked. It, like it legitimately, they won game four by just using uh, bullpen guys, and it's using guys like Asuna two to three innings. And if you just load up on them, you can afford to punt some starting pitcher positions and just uh, hand it over to your studs.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see what people think of people like Asuna. And I'm really excited to see what people's take is once people really get a feel for Hayter, um, you know, was he worth the the, the value in points? Wow. Um, I know the people in my league and people outside my league that have seen him are, are super excited to watch him perform. Um, you know, obviously it's rolling dice and, and lucky, but it is fun to go. He was worth 400 and something points. Is, yeah. is he worth it? And he's, if he's shutting people down, everyone's going to love him. If he's not, it is what it is, but that's, He's such a fun card to do that, too.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, the other really valuable relievers uh, in this on this team, Colin McHugh, uh, giving you that control four, one to 17 out. I've always been a huge fan of those guys. Usually, you know, set up men that you bring in, can handle one or two, definitely one inning. Sometimes you push to two, especially if uh, you start them in the middle of the order and then let that control three part come in against the bottom. And then Will Harris, you know, my favorite, the, the typical control four, one to sixteen out for uh, a measly hundred fifty
0: points, very easy to to roster. Yeah, those guys will be picked up, I assume. I even I even see people probably picking up uh, Hector Rondon. Um, you know, only a, he's a control three, but um, oh, no, no double, no double. I but hundred points is where I see like people yeah. like. Um, they like to affordability. Feel, exactly. You know, I've, I've spent so much salary on Justin Verlander. Where am I going to pick up some value at? Mm-hmm. Well, this guy's not going to kill you. 1 through 15 yeah. out, very standard there. No double is huge. Yes, he's a three, I know, but for 100 points, that's where you start to go. Is this a guy that can fit into my team, save me some salary cap? Can I afford an Alex Bredman? Can I afford a, you know, Justin Verlander or someone else? Well, well then the
1: bold, the bold managers may feel that way about Brad Peacock. Very bold. (laughs) So he does give up the home run, but one to twelve strikeout range, seventy points less than Rendon. But actually, he's one tier better than Rendon. So still at control three, instead of one to fifteen out, one to sixteen out. So it's all about whether or not uh, the extra five percent chance of giving up a walk for Hector. Is uh is worth more than the five percent chance of giving up a home run?
0: I mean, it scares that Brad the Peacock gives. It scares me. But you're right. I mean, you're only bringing him for three outs, six yeah. outs, depending. You know, three outs. Maybe maybe you're only bringing him in for one or two outs,
1: or maybe just garbage time games. Yeah, you know, save other arms. If he's you know your stat guy that you're just filling in your fourth or fifth bullpen spot, might be worth the cheap area, and then bringing him in. Uh, you know, when the games are out of hand, one way or the other.
0: It's not bad. I mean, I definitely could see someone probably grabbing him for 30 points and saying, I just need a quick three outs here. I'm facing the bottom of their lineup where they these guys are sevens and sixes on base. I can get the advantage and I'll take that 5% chance that it's not going to happen to a home run. It's, it's going to yeah. be interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and so overall 5,060 points. So the Astros definitely cheaper this season than last year. Uh, be interesting if they end up making a move for one of the big free agents to add, and if, especially if Springer and Correa get back to their previous production, how good the 2019 Astros are going to be.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see and and how they it has developed from 2017 to 2018, and then what will 2019 be. But I'm hoping at least for this year, um, people enjoy the the Astros, they enjoy playing with them. There's some draftable people here. And then, uh, obviously, next week we'll see these great Dodgers that are going to pop out.
1: It's going to be a lot of points.
0: All right. Thank you again, Peter.